All right, all right, everyone. Hello, my name is Nyla, and thank you again for tuning in. You're listening, of course, to Green of Thoughts, the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and, of course, other things that you'd like to know. Today's topic is all about the painstaking cleanup of plastic food packaging. The podcast Green of Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite, also review, and lastly, share Green of Thoughts. It really means the world to me. Uh, last thing for you is to also be able to contact Green of Thoughts by voice message. That's very important. Um, the info is in the podcast description and, of course, every episode show notes. Or you could always send an email to greenofthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So, another news is the first segment uh, for the podcast episode, and um, I don't have any uh, announcements, uh, not too many, so I'll go ahead and get started. Um, So, uh, the first headline for you all is that um, it concerns the Bahamas. So, recently there's been Hurricane Dorian taking place, and in the Bahamas, officials assess uh, generational devastation um, that uh, was caused from uh, Hurricane Dorian, and that was found on NPR.org uh, in its environment section. And the official death toll as of now stands at about 30, and that number, of course, will be rising in the next coming days, so we can get an accurate count very soon as far as you know how many people um, have passed on or how many people are missing also. Um, And Dorian is now a Category 1 hurricane um, with its maximum sustained winds uh, were uh, 90 miles per hour. Um, But this is after it being downgraded from a Category 5 hurricane earlier, um, where on Sunday it had wind gusts that were exceeding 220 miles per hour, which is super deadly fast. And um, it also had a deadly storm surge. Um, And it had preliminary preliminary uh, estimates of damage by the Karen Clark and Company um, uh, organization or company, um, and they specialize in uh, catastrophe modeling, um, and so they put the total loss for the Bahamas at $7 billion, um, and that quote includes um, building contents and business interruption exposures, end quote. But that estimate does not take into account automobile or infrastructure losses. And then um, there are going to be, you know, really some nightmarish things going on, especially because there's going to be some conflicting things uh, when it comes to uh, people getting the uh, need their needs of food and water and other supplies like medical supplies needed. So things are going to be uh, really. Um, as far as high stakes, really, really extreme. So beware and uh, prepare. Uh, The next headline is that uh, Cherokee Nation names its first delegate to Congress. Now it's found on the Society of of Environmental Journalists site. um, And that was also uh, found on NPR.org. 
So a uh, former Obama appointee, Kimberly Teehee, her nomination was approved by the tribe's council on Thursday. Um, and the uh, position uh, was um, not filled for almost two centuries uh, or so in years. And so this was the uh, non-voting position. You know, it was unfulfilled. It wasn't uh, taken um, or, or occupied, I should say. So it's great that Miss um, Kimberly Teehee uh, took the um, place and is now uh, the delegate to Congress. A uh, last uh, headline is on um, a research note, and it's about a snack tax that may be more effective than a sugary drink tax to tackle obesity. You can find out more about that on uh, ENN.com, a.k.a. Environmental News Network. So um, according to the research, um, a study suggests that taxing high uh, sugar snacks such as biscuits or cakes or sweets might be more effective at reducing obesity levels than increasing the price of sugar sweetened drinks. And that was from a study published by uh, the uh, BMJ. And the results for that research uh, suggest that all income groups combined, um, increasing the price of biscuits and cakes, chocolates, sweets, etc. by 20% would reduce annual um, average energy intake by around 8,900 calories. And this is leading to an average weight loss of 1.3 kilograms over um, one year. And as you can tell by some of my words like biscuits, um, etc., um, and kilograms, this is of course um, a um, English and British uh, study. And the research comes out of the universities of Oxford, Cambridge, um, Exeter, and the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. And for more info, um, I will leave the uh, research link in the show notes for you all. And you can check out the journal article. It's entitled, A Potential Impact on Prevalence of Obesity in the UK of a 20% Price Increase in Sugar High and High Sugar Snacks Modeling Study. And again, it's in the journal, um, the BMJ. So the source for um, today's news comes from National Geographic, a really well-known and respected resource. And so I decided to dive into um, this podcast episode in the topic itself because I wanted to inform you all that, you know, plastic is prevalent, very much so, and plastic packaging is really, um, you know, everywhere. And it's slated to, you know, really take over a big chunk of uh, the market um, in a few years. It's, it's, uh, It's going to be expected to... Um, increase in uh, 2020 and it's going to be a 370 billion dollar market so that just tells you um, you know what kind of market we're expecting um, very very shortly so you know why not get started on talking about this now and giving you a heads up on all types of information especially how to combat um, plastic packaging around you and how you can uh, do small things that lead up to a really really big impact so um, I want to start with the news, um, specifically a recent uh, cleanup and uh, how it went um, d- 
down recently. So in 2018, that's what I'm going to start off with. And so I, I entitled this uh, Plastic by the Numbers. And I'm going to start off with a recent, a recent uh, cleanup of plastic and its numbers. So according to the annual beach cleanups by the Ocean Conservancy, um, it had nine out of their ten um, top items removed were, were related to food and drink. So nine out of ten times they found something and were cleaning up something that was related to uh, food packaging, which is very much harmful um, and sometimes hard to recycle, if not all the time. And some examples that they had, which I didn't even have to look at the list because some of the things I just knew were on the beaches, but um, I'll just uh, name a few. So like candy wrappers, um, straws, plastic grocery bags is a given, plastic bottles, chip bags, just so much more. It's just everywhere. And food packaging alone uh, was the most collected in 2018 um, during uh, the Ocean Conservancy's annual beach cleanup that they had. Now you can guess what? You can guess that there's also other things that weren't really um, counted before in the cleanups, but you guessed it, utensils. Plastic utensils is uh, very harmful, and so they collected um, and tallied um, for the first time uh, spoons, forks, knives, um, all to be counted uh, as well. Now, as far as um, weird things that they found, they found a few weird things. Um, like dentures, they ha they um, found a boombox, I'm not sure how many, but they found at least one. Uh, plunger, they also found a Christmas tree, um, and a chandelier. I wonder how those got there. And uh, they also had many other strange items, but those are just a few, to say the least. And a quick fun fact I have is that um, a food packaging, uh, again, made up nine out of ten of the top items found in their uh, cleanup in 2018 again this is by the ocean conservancy so there's a ton of uh, uh facts there uh, regarding that and other items that they had and collected and uh, to add to that in 2018 more than 3.7 individual wrappers uh, were collected from their uh, cleanups that's a bonus fact on top of the fact i already gave now, I'm going to transition to um, the next part, which is just giving you a snapshot of their overall collection and having that a little bit more in depth uh, just for a brief moment. So, um, the 2018 cleanup uh, drew so many people from around the world. Again, the Ocean Conservancy is a large organization that's worldwide, and so they had different cleanups across the world. And so they drew more than a million people for the first time ever in their recent 2018 cleanup and they collected more than 23.3 million pounds of trash uh, on the beaches across the globe and this is in more than 120 nations and then they separated and cataloged um, nearly a million separate items um, and they created a snapshot of everything um, that we of course humans make and use uh, just everything that they collected and in their collection of their of their cleanup efforts, they included um, a ton of things. They had, you know, thousands of toys, um, 69,000 toys to be exact, um, more than that a little bit, and also 16,000 appliances. So just imagine, they were cleaning up the beaches and found uh, appliances. So from toasters to maybe a refrigerator um, to an oven, things like that, you know, a... Uh, um, 
an easy bake oven. They found other types of appliances. Anything that you can imagine, they probably found. Tires, etc. And all those things. And also some other weird um, items that they found were um, a cash register. So maybe an older one because, um, you know, nowadays I can't think of anyone who has a cash register. Unless it's maybe from a store. And they also found a garage door. Don't know how that got there. And they also found more interesting items. So for more information, um, you can go to the National Geographic's plastic website. Um, their page has tons of information. They have the science on plastic and different types of plastics, uh, latest news about plastic, research, and also ways to get involved. I will uh, leave the uh, link, the pledge link, that they also have. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, I'll link that in the show notes, but I'll link first their uh, plastic website page for you all. And then I'll leave you with some quick quotables uh, from all the information. So George Leonard, the Ocean Conservancy's chief scientist says, quote, cigarette butts are a separate issue and they win the race every year, end quote. Now I just want to insert that I recently did um, a really great podcast episode about e-cigarettes and um, it's from the date uh, August 22nd, uh, 2019. So you can check that out. Um, And it's entitled The Most Littered Plastic Item on the Planet. And I'll leave um, my podcast episode in the show notes for you all to check that out because it's related um, in part to his uh, quote and everything about cigarette butts Um, and those are specifically e-cigarettes but they're still very toxic and very damaging to our environment and then the last quote I have for you is that um, from him uh, quote if you run down the rest of the top 10 list what strikes me is that the vast majority are not recyclable to the extent we talk about recycling as a solution to to ocean plastic problems it would have to get to 50 or 90%, which is a huge lift and gets complicated very quickly, end quote. Now regarding uh, cleanups in general, I do love um, picking up an organizing period. You know, my, my you know, mom and, and sisters and, and everyone knows I'm a neat freak and just love getting things organized. You can let, you can ask my grandma. And um, I I took to this um, article mainly because of that. And because even though it's getting ready to be fall where I am in Maryland, like ocean cleanup never ends. It never should cease because there's so much plastic and so much pollution in oceans. It's only right that we uh, get informed and know how to uh, do the big things, which is to clean up our oceans. So striving to uh, clean up the oceans is a big thing, but it's a small thing in the scheme of things when it comes to uh, facing our plastic problems. Um, And I know that we collectively, um, as a country, as the United States, and even as the world, we can band together to stop uh, plastic in its tracks. And so that's what I wanted to um, sort of do with the information in this podcast episode, like inform you of the numbers of the recent cleanup but also give you solutions and resources as to combat um, plastic because I know that it's very dangerous and it's not just uh, dangerous to um, ourselves and our bodies, but also to marine life and uh, other types of um, life on this planet. So I 
I take it upon myself and I've already signed the pledge, which I'll, I'll get into the plastic pledge a little bit later, um, about combating my um, usage with plastic because I don't use it a ton. And I wish that um, with the pledge, it was more customized because if, you know, I don't use a ton of plastic bottles, I just maybe use some packaging or so. Um, I thought that that was very, um, a, a thing that could be improved upon when it came to the pledge. But I want to get into how cleanups can be ex easily accessible because knowledge is one thing and learning about it is, is truly something else too. But how is the information being widespread? You know, there was a million people or so who um, was in on the cleanup, but there are billions of people on the planet. You know, I know the Ocean Conservancy is a a big organization and it's been around for a long time and I just want to see the numbers grow. I think that was one thing that could have been improved upon even though this was a recent um, uh, news report and uh, report of their information and their cleanup numbers, I think that was something that could be improved upon. So getting out the promo, um, maybe the marketing, but also the assess accessibility um, in reach of this cleanup, this latest cleanup, that would be amazing. Um, so that's one thing I think would be improved upon and that is a major takeaway also. So, you know, all in all, uh, plastic is more of a pester and it's more of a pester than being purposeful. Really, truly, it's toxic. Like I said before, it's everywhere and it's not sustainable for our planet. So um, there's so many um, good changes that you can make that are necessary so that our planet of course, isn't in peril, you know, for now and future generations. So I'm going to bring about some uh, resources and some really good tips and uh, things that I've learned and um, things that I've talked about in previous podcast episodes so that can kind of help you, um, you know, anyone listening, um, you know, get to a place where you can change and shift your plastic use so that it's better for, you know, yourself in the long run. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all of the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the description section of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. So the Mother Earth Minutes is a time where I review in the next few minutes actions that you can of course take to combat the issue in the episode and as always, save Mother Earth. So the message for uh, today in the podcast episode is to of course take the pledge and that's what I wanted to get into um, before but I want to expand upon now is to take the pledge against plastic so that's the first tip for you also is to get involved and do something really easy it took like maybe two minutes to get onto the site which I'll talk about uh, nationalgeographic.com forward slash environment forward slash plastic pledge forward slash I will uh, put the pledge link in the show notes 
and so it will help you really raise the bar and it will uh, pledge and make things better to date um, as of um, the 8th of September um, in 2019 there have been um, 219,067 uh, pledges made um, in an effort to combat plastic use and there have been millions of plastic items produced to date um, over 280 million plastic items reduced. So check out your numbers. And again, I will link that information in the show notes so you can check it out and make a pledge for yourself. Um, the second uh, tip I have for you is to join a beach cleanup or create one. I've always wanted to join specifically a beach cleanup. I've joined park cleanups. I've joined um, small neighborhood ones and I love it. And it's so freeing. It's 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 great to be one with nature it just is there's just zen there and so i have the specific link um that i found um on the ocean conservancy's uh, page so i will also link that beach cleanup volunteer link it will also be in the show notes and they have their uh, ocean conservancy um uh, international cleanup coming up soon in September of 2019. I'm, I'm thinking it's always in September. Um, so you can check their website again for specific details. But like I said before, I will link that also in the show notes so you can check it out and sign up for yourself and get others involved in doing a cleanup. Now the third and uh, I think most impactful um, when it comes to information is giving you really great resources, a ton of which are involved in my other podcast episodes about plastic. And so I have a, a number of them. I have about um, six different um, plastic um, podcast episodes I've done. And it's one of my most, I think, research and done uh, topics. Other ones are, are like electric energy based and recycling ones, um, other current news ones, and all a host of other ones too. But um, I'll talk about them um, briefly. Like my first one, I'll talk about it from oldest to most recent. So the first one is the easily reducing your plastic waste, 11 different ways. Um, that's a specific podcast episode. Um, the other one, the cost we cannot afford. Uh, 2.5 billion yearly because of ocean plastic um, and then the new prize giveaway that's since closed also the new forever plastic closed uh, loop recycling backed by science new prize giveaway that giveaway is since closed also um, a question of grocery uh, checkout politics or checkout bag politics um, and the new prize giveaway there that also is since closed um, and I also did the podcast episode about um, Malaysia's uh, plastic mess. Mountains of plastic mess in Malaysia and vows of how to end them. Uh, that one was a very good uh, podcast episode I remember as well. And then lastly, or most recently, um, as it pertains to plastic, uh, Plastic's Not Posh. Uh, England's uh, largest retailer's plastic bag sales uh, fell by 90% in the past four years. And uh, I did a really great uh, regarding that one. I think, you know, when it pertains to um, England and their plastic usage, very proud of that. And like I said before, all the giveaways uh, regarding some of the podcast episodes I mentioned um, were and are closed. 
so um, be sure to check them all out so you can get the info on the plastic um, and how to combat your usage. So the eco fact of the day is that people around the world could be ingesting five grams of microplastics each week, the equivalent of eating a credit card. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra Magazine in the September-October 2019 issue. Green the Dots wants to hear your story. You can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and supports the environment. You can work hard in the environmental field in either an organization or company. Either way, let Green the Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please be sure to send your 200-word essay to the email address greenofthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So the Eco Company Spotlight is an amazing segment that I have for you, which is where I, of course, review an environmentally related product or service. And I'd love to hear from you and your ideas about the ones that you know and love about and or own. So you can let me know by voice message or by, of course, emailing Greener Thoughts. And uh, one I want to talk to you about is a Primal Pit Paste, and they're from P3 Pure As you all know, I've been reviewing companies that I love, trust, invest in um, with my money and et cetera, and I really love it. And I've been doing so since February um, of 2019, and I love it because I know these companies with their products, and I just want to share them. And uh, one of my latest ones is Primal Pit Paste. And they're a really great company, very clean, natural ingredients. And I love, love, love their deodorants. That's like a mainstay for me. And they're so um, eco-conscious and and not uh, superficial, very good to the core. And they know what they're doing when it comes to body care and body products. Now, if you want to learn more about uh, them, you can check out their wonderful website, where they have tons and tons of their products. Uh, Like, of course, their world-famous Primal uh, Pit Paste, and they have wonderful scents like coconut lime, jacked-up jasmine, lavender, mellow matcha, orange vanilla. Uh, They also have it in rock and rose, seaside, unscented, and they also have it in charcoal and wild woods. Uh, For all those out there who may not be into the paste, they also have something good for you as well when it comes to their deodorant sprays, which I love too. Deodorant sprays are really great, versatile. Um, There's also their kid deodorant products that they carry and their special limited edition baking soda lemonade natural deodorant stick. Uh, They also have body care products like their uh, body uh, powders and their natural bug spray. They have oral care uh, products like their Tough Teeth uh, Tooth Powders, toothbrushes, serums, and of course their Breath uh, Refresher Spray. And last but not least, their skincare line of products. Um, they have their Pucker Primer Serum. They have their Pucker Paste 
uh, lip balms and orange creamsicle, vanilla peppermint, coconut lime, unscented, seaside, vanilla rose, um, mellow matcha, wild roots. They also have it in jasmine mint and of course a lovely a lavender. So they have that in lavender. If you would like to go ahead and reach out to them by email, you can do so by emailing your questions about their products or a help, a help with an order that you may have placed. And you can do so by contacting their customer care at wecare at goprimalproducts.com. And if you are a retailer um, interested in becoming a P3 partner, go ahead and contact their wholesale team at wholesale at goprimalproducts.com. Their facility is located in Austin, Texas, uh, in the United States, and their hours of operation are Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, and this excludes holidays. Now, I want to get started and let you know about my experience overall of Primal Pit Paste. Um, I first found out about them probably... Um, in 2017, maybe the uh, first half of it or so, and then I bought um, my first uh, jar of their um, Primal Pit Paste in May of 2017, and I bought it in patchouli. It lasted probably more than a year, and I love the the um, length of, of use I got out of it. It's very um, dynamic in that. I've never had any type of deodorant last that long, and it, it was a, you know, a, a jar um, deodorant so that was very new to me and you just use a pea-sized amount and it goes a long way um, very different than your roll-on deodorant which may, which may not last too long depending on use and everything um, but one of the only downsides I guess I have of it was their plastic top which I wish um, would probably be recyclable you know you'll have to check locally where you are if the tops are recyclable um, but there are um, you know different types of deodorants out there if maybe primal pit paste isn't your thing because you're all about a reusable uh, type of container so you know maybe Etsy is the way to go for you um, where they have a uh, metal lids also in glass jars um, I also like um, perusing on Etsy for different things and I've since uh, looked at different things when it comes to deodorants, especially the reusable, all reusable container kind. Now, I love the fact that Primal uh, Pit Pastes, their products are extremely affordable. Everything on their site is um, within a range. Definitely good. Most of their stuff is less than $10. Um, and some of their stuff is even uh, a better priced than that. So their products are really great for light travel, um, something really outdoorsy as a gift maybe. Body care gifts would, you know, definitely uh, pass on this one. As in like this would be a great gift uh, to give for someone uh, who loves body care, anything. And uh, similar things. So um, if you would like to check out Primal Pit Paste in their products for more, you can go online at their website, primalpitpaste.com. And then also, they're also on Amazon.com, eBay.com in limited uh, quantities, though. They're also on Lucky Vitamin and uh, also Thrive Market, amongst other stores online and in stores across the country where available. Primal Pit Paste is on the following social media platforms of Facebook at Primal Pit Paste. They're on Instagram at Primal Pit Paste all 
um, one word, lowercase. They're on LinkedIn if you search P3 Pure. They're on Pinterest at Primal Pit Paste and also on Twitter at Primal Pit Paste. Um, all one word, all the P's are capital. Now, last thing, uh, to contact Primal Pit Paste, go to their website again, primalpitpaste.com, and then click Contact Us under Primal Pit Paste at the bottom of the webpage to fill out their message form. All right, so this was a very great uh, podcast episode. I loved talking about um, tons of the resources here. And again, I wish it was still summer in some regards because I know that it would be popular to go out and to go out and uh, um, do some beach uh, cleanups. And like I said before, I've always wanted to do one and do one um, when it was you know bright and sunny outside. But hey, there's still light out here where I am. So um, the beach cleanup um, occurs, like I said before, um, late September. So uh, in the United States, at least it's starting there. And then, of course, around the world, um, you can also take part or create your own uh, ocean uh, cleanups. So number one thing is to share this podcast episode. Again, is what I always try to encourage to spread the joy of greener thoughts. And you can do so. Um, you know, number one thing, if you're on board with uh, plastic cleanup as a whole in making sure, of course, plastic stays uh, where it's made, you know, in the factories. And if you, of course, want to limit your use and see how much money you can save and how easy it is to switch, you can be plastic free um, and uh, taking heed to everything that was packed into this podcast episode. So thank you all thus far for listening in. And until next time, you all take care. See you. Bye.